is up everybody and welcome back to another episode of Two Times the Grind. It's kind of a bit of a groundhog day for yeah. me and Paige right now because we actually sat down and recorded this yesterday. Um, we got through, I would honestly, it was just under two hours. Yeah, it was a long one. It was a really long one. And um, I, I mean, it, tilt, know what happened. it tilts me. We still don't know I'm what happened. I'm really, really tilted about it because it was a really great conversation. Yeah. I was really excited about, about it because, you know, we were really hype about everything we were talking about. Major five. Don't champs, worry. We're going to bring the same, we're going to bring the same energy today. Don't, don't panic. Uh, don't panic coffee is gonna get us through but it is frustrating and you know we're frustrated that you guys don't get the episode bright and early like usual yeah, so really annoying. absolutely first and foremost it's good to be back yeah uh, we it's, it's weird saying this because we said it yesterday we're gonna yeah. be saying this a lot it's gonna be a lot of repeating but it's okay um you know we have taken two weeks off we didn't want to take two weeks off, but unfortunately just personal things kind of cropped up and, and, you know, like, you know how it goes. Um, it's been pretty difficult, very, very busy, a lot of work. Uh, it's, it's been a little bit tough. So, you know, we're back though. We're in a comfortable place now. Like we're, you know, we're going to be getting the episodes out regularly once again. Um, no more breaks for a while. Back to the regular But every now and, and again, program. I think it's okay to have a break. Well, it's just understandable because we, um, <laughs> it got a little crazy it did we had a infinite flight test yeah on the same weekend of major five mm-hmm. and then the next day um we had uh frosty and, and jenna, jenna, com- jenna. Or, you know first time we've had company that yeah. isn't like my parents basically yeah um stay over the house which was really awesome it was great to see them but obviously for podcast sake it was very difficult and we were running on fumes yeah because i mean they I mean, were only here you, for a little tiny yeah. bit, so you wanted to squeeze in as much as possible with them. It was lovely, actually. And you, and you, um, you were kind of getting up the same time as me, but with Infinite, I was getting up six thirty yeah. every day and to go to stream. Very late as well. And you were doing the same exact thing yeah. because you were getting the guest room ready for them. We mm-hmm. had a guest room, and we were like, you know what? Um, we had a game room that is way bigger than our current than the guest room that we had. Yeah, we like, transitioned downstairs. Yeah. So then we're like, you know what? To the basement. You know, no better time than right now. <laughs> and it just so happened, obviously. Yeah, I mean, like, it was a real squeeze because I wanted, you know, when when my mates come over, when our best mates come over, like, we want them to feel comfortable and to have yeah. a really nice experience and a nice time, especially the first time and it's our first home, you know, it's all that. And, you know, I was getting up the same time as you, like, six in the morning yep. before work. So I had still had the major yeah, you on. Had the major to do. And I was doing it. I was literally doing construction before work yeah. in the bedroom, like, yeah. getting stuff done. I, I, you know what? I should have taken, I should have taken before and after pictures, right? Yeah, I, I actually think I have some before pictures, yeah, to be I fair. Yeah, I hope you do. But what I managed to do in, like, two to three days. Insane. It's actually literally, weird. Literally insane. I should be on Netflix with my own, like, makeover show, like, in three days like yeah. showing what you can do in three days you yeah, could do it cool. you definitely could do it I was very impressed I, with that. I tried to help as much as i could obviously with infinite i didn't get to help a whole lot but i no, appreciate you because you, you, you didn't you ask me though. you didn't ask me to do a lot no but I, I asked did. you to spackle a couple of holes and you were fantastic yeah I spackled we built the bed yeah we built the bed together in the so evenings. it was like I, yeah like, we li- i'd literally <laughs> i'd like do stuff before work while he was streaming yeah i was streaming after like, i worked I streaming like 14 hour days 11 p.m at night after i'm knackered but together we yeah. then get some more I would stuff stop done streaming before we at like one eight, I'd stop <laughs> streaming at like one or like twelve. You know, I'd start streaming seven AM, be done by twelve. Yeah. And then um go upstairs, work on it and then <laughs> go to sleep and do it again. And that was uh Yeah for was, five days. 
It was it was a little bit intense, and just you know, other things have cropped up. Obviously, with champs coming up and stuff, it's all been a bit wild. There's been a lot of stuff it. going on. Obviously, it. major five and COVID outbreak. And yeah, all, and you know, it's been it's been a moment. It was it it's was been crazy for how difficult it was. It was worth it because yeah. the room came out great. We had a great time with um, great Brad time. and Jenna Ate being way here. Too much. Yeah, we're back. We're back on the fitness ground again. We slacked well, for a we couple only days. Slacked for a couple of days, but I'll tell you what, it's not even that when bad. You got company here. You got it. Yeah, just... and you know what? It's not like we can crap oh no 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 <laughs> did you hear yeah. me start then because i wasn't sure if i should say it yeah <laughs> yeah crap's fine you know we weren't eating crap so it was like it was actually like good food it's obviously not fantastic yeah. but it's not like you know it's not like fast food it's not like oh, terrible yeah. 100%, 100%. terrible food. um but no it was today? lovely it was lovely before we get into what we're talking about yeah. a couple of little things a couple of little housekeeping things okay. i want to quickly say First of all, guys, thank you so much for bearing with us. I'm sorry we didn't get an episode out early this morning. Trust me, I was very close to punching my monitor, even though it's not my monitor's fault. And I realize that now. It's the SD card, which I have lit on fire. Just joking. <laughs> I haven't. Um, however, you wish you could, though. I really do. I yeah, want to yeah. snap it into no, a million pieces. I was so annoyed. Um, but the other thing is we're doing audio only today just because of, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit worried and I think maintaining just one form of recording Much right easier. now, because usually we record on two SD cards, one audio, one video. So we're just going to do one and I'm monitoring it very, very closely. It's right yeah. next to me uh, just to make sure that we can get an episode out for you guys today. But next week, it'll be back to video and audio. But if you are in our iTunes family, if you're in our Spotify family, then do you know what? Forget it. Don't worry about what I just said yeah. because you don't watch this anyway. You listen and we love that. So We've been going on so viewers much. on um view, viewers? Listens. Listeners. Oh, listeners. Listeners. Yeah. And, Welcome and to the radio. Yeah. Uh, we've been going up listeners on Spotify and um iTunes, which is really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, you know, we, we love we love having loads of different platforms to be on as well. But um yeah, it's cool. We'll bring the visuals back mm-hmm. to you guys next week as well. Um but Let's talk about the coffee. That's yeah. the last thing, a little bit of the housekeeping. So today we're actually trying a coffee. I would say trying. It's a kind of a staple really here in the US. It, you know, you find it in every supermarket. Um, it's called Cafe Bastello. We've tried it before, before you say anything. And you may recognize it. It's the big red containers that you see in the supermarket. You can also get small. It's yellow. Oh, sorry. Yellow. Oh, my God. What is wrong with me? <laughs> I need some more coffee. I, I, sorry. It's yellow and red. How did you get it's that yellow mixed and, up? <laughs> it is yellow and red, but it is literally just no, completely yellow. No, do you know what happened then? Because you, know you saw the red? I can literally tell you what just happened. Okay. As I'm saying it, I'm looking at it. Yeah. In my head, so I'm speaking. So my, my, my brain goes on autopilot, continues me, allows me to speak. And then in my brain, I'm having like sub thoughts going, it is yellow and red technically. Yeah. And so for some reason, my brain just goes red. Yeah. It's so weird. Anyway, <laughs> like literally all just happened in a split second. Yep. Incredible. Incredible. Um, yeah, it's a big yellow containers or the small yellow containers that have a bit of red on them as well. Cafe Bastello, we've had it before. We've had their ground coffee, but today we're trying their espresso ground coffee. So a little bit stronger. Um and yeah, I'm, I mean, I've, I've had, I've definitely had it before. I'm not going to lie. I've had it before. We haven't tra- tried it on the channel yet so far, but um, it is Cafe Bacello Espresso Ground Coffee, extra fine grind with a rich, full bodied taste. And it's hundred percent pure coffee, just as we like it. Um, funny, funny word, espresso, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Some people I've heard say espresso. What do you say? I definitely, I say espresso yeah. now, but when yeah. I was younger, I definitely threw I the, I d- I threw I the did X as well. in there. Yeah, I did as well. I used to spell exercise wrong as well. Did you ever spell exercise wrong? I used to really, really struggle with that when I was younger, like little. Yeah. I'm, I, I, used to, I still think I might spell it wrong. I'm not sure. Because isn't it E-X-C, exercise. Oh no, I'm, 
I've got it wrong again. <laughs> you got it in my head now, I'll be it's honest e- with you. No, sorry. It's E-X-E-R-C. Is it wrong? Oh my God, I you're still my, struggle. You're in my... <laughs> I still struggle with it to this day. I, you know what's funny is if I typed it out, I would spell it right, but the fact that I don't have my phone... I think it's I think it's E-X-C. I think it might be, but I also don't stand by that statement at all. Are you going to look it up? I'm going to Google it. Okay, go ahead and Google <laughs> it. You had to bring this up. I know. Well, it's interesting, and there's nothing wrong with not knowing stuff. Like, it's very, it's a very normal thing. Yeah, that's true. You're not wrong about that. But, I mean, I guess that's the point of Google nowadays. You just Google search stuff you don't yeah, know. Yeah, so I just spelt it completely wrong on Google. You don't even want to see this. I'm not going to even indulge you in that. But it's spelt E-X-E-R-C-I-S-E, which is kind of what I said somewhere in the middle of me spelling it about a billion times. Yeah, it was definitely one of the five versions yeah, you said. it's one of the five. That's pretty good. It's good odds. Nah, you know, you know those like when you say a word too often, you get like confused on it. Yeah, that's what I mean. That that word is not isn't. Tell me, not it's not confusing. It is confusing. It isn't, but then if you say it enough, it is. Makes sense. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, it's the same with. I mean, espresso is a little bit easier, but I definitely used to say express. Anyway, what the hell am I talking about? Right. Anyway, I'm gonna try this coffee today, so I'm gonna take a little sip, and we're gonna get into some of the topic top. Oh. Topics. Topics. Can't even speak. Full disclosure, I had the coffee yesterday. I did not have the coffee today. You're not drinking it today. No, I'm drinking no it coffee today, today, however. Um, but anyway, let's get into it. LVP's a little tired today, so bear with if I stutter or just say some weird, weird stuff. Just bear with me. Not that that's kind of abnormal for me, is it? <laughs> they don't have to watch you, like, drop coffee. Oh, just wait. Like- just wait. I've got an analogy coming later. Are you going to try to do the same analogy? Oh, you flipping bet I'm doing the same analogy. It's she incredible. Oh no, don't God. say, don't spoil it. I won't. Don't spoil okay, it. Because okay. we have spoilers of our own episode because we recorded it yesterday yeah. and then failed. Yeah. So, okay. Um, right, listen up I here. technically didn't fail. Well, are you trying to blame on me now? A little bit, card? yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> A little Why? Bit. What, you think I took it out too soon or something? Like, I, I don't know what you did, but I did what I always do. I sat here and I talked and usually it goes up pretty Yeah, plenty. you sit there and talk and then you leave the, all the editing to me. I know, because you're so amazing. That's why. Anyway, folks, I'm we're going to get, into, get into a couple of topics here today. We decided from yesterday, we had quite a bit of a waffle yesterday. We really kind of waffled on a little bit about, <laughs> you know, the teams and stuff. What? What? <laughs> why waffle? What are you talking about? You never heard about? that? No. What? What are you talking Is that really a saying? Yeah, that you waffle on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why is that weird? Are you being serious? I'm being deadly serious. All right, all right, what listen. do you think it means then? I, I mean, I get what it means. You get what it's Yeah, but like I've just never heard it before. You've never can, can heard you guys, that. So British, if, you're, I guess. if you are on YouTube listening, oh. please post below and tell me if you've heard that before. Because <laughs> is it a is it a UK thing or yeah, am I it's just, it's a UK thing. It's oh, like okay. a it's like a slang in the UK. You waffle. Can on. I also say this real quick? Yeah, it's like knackered. Do you say knackered here? No, but no. I know what it is because exactly. of obviously being in the UK. It's fair enough if it's a UK saying. That's fine. Yeah. So never mind. But um, I want to say this real quick mm. because obviously this is probably around the time that we still have our most listeners because it's still early on. Champs coming up, aka champs tomorrow. Yes. Post below who you think is going to win. We're going to talk about champs later on, but post below who you think is going to win. If you get it correct, LVP is going to read every single name. That got it right. That got it right. And whatever you said, your comment, unless it's rude. No, I think you should just say the person's name. No, I'm going to be reading. I'm going to be reading. You're going to be here for like an hour. Doesn't matter. All right, fine. Are you trying to say that that many people are going to get it right? Yeah. 
Because honestly, it's a toss up. Right, let's get into it. So first topic, obviously, is going to be champs. But we're kind of doing this in a bit of a different way today. Like I said, we waffled on a bit yesterday. We're going to have some spicy takes. We're going to be straight up. We're going to explain ourselves, but not to the degree where it's like a genuine major discussion over a small point like we usually do. Um, We're going to be straight to the point, Mm -hmm. very direct, give our take and and kind of move on with it. So we're actually going to go through. We're going to go through major five first. Um, major five was nuts yeah it was nuts in so many ways it was one really for the fun. books it was one for the books it was super fun it was exciting it had me on my toes the whole time um i it probably, it? yeah probably my favorite major because like you know like you when you do your broadcast you're obviously standing so were you actually on your toes the entire time you think it's so funny don't you i thought that was really good you think you wait for my analogy people now <laughs> You didn't think that was good? It was very good. Thank you. It was very good. Thank you. Very good. Got to keep you on your toes. I'm sat down now. <laughs> <laughs> I wish this um, video was on so they could have seen the look I gave you I when know. I said that. He's looking at me like a little like cheeky little school kid or something. Um, no, Major 5 is incredible. Yeah, Major 5 real. Major five was pretty damn insane. Um, and we're actually going to look right now at the journey of rocker because they they do meet a lot of teams and we're also going to discuss some of the teams that kind of got bumped down etc you yawning again so i've gone on my yawns he was yawning i can hear them so can everyone else he was doing this yesterday i don't think they'd hear it and then you just, I let, heard it. just it. let it i know but just let it go don't what worry do you mean let it. it go you are letting it go you're letting the breath out of your lungs you're letting it go i had a yawn Sorry. i know it's okay it's okay you tired i'm good you're good okay you want a bit of coffee no, cafe I've had too much caffeine today. Yeah, you have had a lot of caffeine. I don't understand how you're yawning. To be fair, yawning also does mean you might need oxygen in your lungs. Anyway, we're going to look at the journey of Rocker, uh, see who they bumped down. We're going to discuss a lot of the teams, and then we'll move on to the champs bracket and discuss anyone we've missed out here. The first thing I want to ask you, though, before we get into that journey, so we can write them off, because we're going to mm-hmm. cover everyone. The people who didn't, the people, the teams who didn't make it to champs, yeah. okay? I want to ask, are you shocked by any of those teams? And at the beginning of the season, did you see any of those teams making it to champs? Slash, are you surprised? Negative. Mm-hmm. Not surprised in the slightest. Um, Who's the worst? The worst of, like, who am I shocked the, by? Yeah, who's the worst um, of the four? Oh, the worst team of the four? Yeah. Probably Paris. You think Paris do? Yeah, because yeah. Surge have like actually done okay in both lands now. Where I don't think you could fairly say that they're the definite worst. Mm. Um, or London, or LAG. Shoot, I don't know. They're all bad. Oh no, <laughs> sorry. That's uh, okay. No, I mean it's true though. Yeah, I mean, I mean Surge, Surge is the best. Of, Surge is the best of all of them, obviously. Yeah. After I mean, just from good land performances, so credit to them. But not that there's much to credit. Although this major, they did turn up. And make some surprising outcomes. I wasn't super impressed last major because obviously they didn't actually um, beat any like really good teams. Uh, but this time around, they did. They beat FaZe. So yeah. credit to them. Yeah, they they did indeed. Well, we'll get into that a yeah. bit more because honestly, I've got an opinion about that. Okay. So we'll we'll talk about it in a second. But yeah, it, it sucks that they're not coming to champs. But I tell you what, it's, you know, it, it's definitely been on the table for them all season long. Here it comes. No, you know what makes me yawn is the more we talk about yawning. So stop. I'm not talking about yawning. I I wasn't talking about it. When I yawn, I could feel you staring at me. I was staring at the side, not even at you. I was staying the other direction. Don't put your little yawny blames on me. 
That's why you said, here we I'll go. I hope that you're a tired little one. Sorry. That's okay. Sorry, Sorry. in advance if you do hear me on. Yeah, he's probably going to yawn a bit. It's all right, though. Um, I haven't been sleeping that well. I, well. You've been sleeping well to me. You had 14 hours the other day. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like toss and turn in though, you know? I know, I know. That's I know, why I've, I know that's why I've been trying not to sleep so much. No, it's not, not good quality, quality. Yeah, which is different for me. Anyway. Right, let's talk about Rocker. Okay, so they obviously started in winners round one and major four. Mm. And we're not we're not going to talk about Rocker until the very end, but we're just going to talk about the journey and the teams that they met on, Do you mean round they f- met with. Do you mean, oh, is this four? You mean five? Winners round one, major five. I thought you said four. It's oh. okay. I, if I, I said have, four, I apologize. Yeah, I might I have mean, been hearing fine. things. So they met Faze to begin with, winners round one. You know, most people will probably look at that and think, that is a really tough winners round one to be faced with in the major. Mm, probably getting knocked down to the elimination bracket. Yeah. However, that was not the case yeah. that day. And they beat them 3-1. Now, um, this is this is what's like interesting about this. I can, I can understand that. I can understand... Rocker potentially beating FaZe, um, depending on like how FaZe feel. Mm. I think that's a team, you know, for me, we're a dark horse anyway. And Nameless said that they were they're his dark horse as well. But it was what happened to FaZe after that. And yeah. we're gonna we're gonna get into that right now. So FaZe then obviously dropped down and they meet Surge. Because I really, Surge make it through, they beat Legion 3-1, I, they beat Royal Ravens 3-0, and then they meet Surge and beat them 3-2. And that to me is where I was like, hmm, what re- is going on? I really wouldn't have even thought that Rocker were going to beat FaZe. Like, even though, like you said, Nameless said they were like a dark horse or whatever. Yeah. I honestly would, I probably would have never, ever, ever predicted that. No, but I thought, I would have thought like, what I'm saying is like, I don't think it was like impossible. I thought it was literally impossible. I didn't. Okay, that's why you're, that's why you're on the desk. Not, I'm not, not from, right there. not from what's happened recently with FaZe. Faze have recently not been as dominant. They struggle for the a during the bit. season. Yeah, a little like the end part. Yeah, they were getting beaten by people. They had their most losses towards the end of the season. Yeah, in the I'm, final I'm, weeks. I'm, I, yeah, I might just not be remembering like what. Maybe I did think that then. Maybe I did think that about Rocker because if they were losing, I definitely so would like, have said that. I wouldn't say I was. I was. No, not I got su- you. I was not surprised. No, I, I was. I, I got you. I got but you. I was more like okay. I could have seen that happen potentially. I just don't remember. Surge, though, however, yeah, I could not. Nah. Like that is one I would have gone. That's impossible. Yeah, agreed. No, I might. Um, I I might have thought that then about Rocker. I honestly don't remember the lead up to the major at all. No, like, I got to remember yeah. the online stuff at all. But it's um, a lot of games to be fair. Yeah, it's a lot of games. Surge was a shocker. Um, this is what this is what's interesting now is with Surge beating FaZe. I can't help but feel like FaZe just had a really, really bad event. Like a one in a million kind of terrible performances. Um, to where now I think that it is going to be... It, it can go two directions. If either it's the wake-up call they needed or it's going to be panic mode over there at the FaZe camp. You know? So we won't know until champs, obviously. But... I mean, is it a good thing? It might be a good thing that they lost the surge because maybe it wakes them up a little bit. They're all kind of like, yeah, it's weird calling like Simp a veteran now because he's been like a pro for like three years. But but he knows he's, he's, he's he knows been what he's, he's been doing. at the top for mm-hmm. a long time, all three years. So like, you know, it might it might be the wake up call that they kind of needed. 
but yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone could have picked, predicted I, um, Surge to win. <laughs> no, there's no way. There is no, and, and even if it was repeated now, I would they still beat not, them in both hard I would points. Still not pick them to win now. They beat again. them in two hard points. No, I know. But if they played again, I don't think they would. No, I don't no, think I'm they'd not win. joking. If they played another series after that immediately, I still win. would not no, have picked yeah, I know. Surge to Same. win. Like that's that's kind of how the odds for me were like no way. Yeah, um, and hats off to Surge. Well done for doing it. Good job. Uh, I've got to say, with that, the result, you know, being what, you know, what happened, I've got to say I agree with you. I think FaZe did have a really bad tournament. But that being said, kind of how the dominance has kind of weakened a little bit towards the end of the season, mm-hmm. I think that comes down to a lot of teams catching up with them. Um, I'm just going to put this very quickly in terms of how I feel about it. But I feel like this game is very, very heavily uh, to do with teamwork. I think, that, you know, it's a lot of rinse and repeat, a lot of kind of the same strats and vetoes and strengths and weaknesses. So a lot of the time it comes down to teamwork and how you're actually playing the game. And I think a lot of teams are caught up to phasing. Phase were so far ahead at the beginning. Teams have now started to settle in, yeah. find their own groove. They've stopped switching and changing. Well, most have. Kind of. <laughs> Not one. One team hasn't, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, so I, I just think yeah, it was a, it's kind of a game of cat and mouse there. And I think, you know... <sighs> some of the teams are caught up here and this is where it gets dangerous and this is where it kind of has that repeat of last yeah. season granted i think their dominance is a lot better than last season um i think that they have performed better in terms of dominance than last season for sure but especially towards the end of the yeah, season like longevity was yeah yeah for sure I just, I do still think they're a little bit in trouble here but I, it's going to be interesting to see what happens um you know, based on what teams show up, because a couple of the teams have now woken up a bit. Yeah, they're, I think heading into this major, you could honestly probably say all eight teams have a chance at winning. Um, it's interesting because to what you said, normally I don't put that. I actually don't put that much stock into champs. Like a lot of people do, and I get why because it's like the biggest event that you can win. Period. Right. So I understand why it's this like huge prestigious event, but. Um, I'm going to kind of like go back in yeah. history here, but you know, like if you're winning the majority and then you lose champs, it doesn't necessarily mean you aren't the best team in the game. Yeah. You just happen to not win that weekend. Yeah. Right. If you go back to, um, AW, uh, and black ops three for optic gaming, when it was karma, crim, scump and formal, they were winning almost everything. And then like champs would float around and they would randomly just not have the best event and Mm -hmm. you know but people like didn't know how to feel about it because it's like you know they're the best team in the game right but obviously fast forward to iw they kind of stamped it you know they went they win champs against um, the envy team yeah but with this phase team it almost feels like a reverse effect of you can actually literally see at the end of the year them getting caught up to and other teams competing whereas with i could be not 100 percent accurate on this but like i remember back in black ops 3 and aw and even iw somewhat even though i think they struggled on iw especially at the beginning um optic it was like i thought they were like clear and far ahead of everyone the entire year and then they would just i could have it fogged in my brain but you know what i mean like it it feels like two different scenarios yeah and you know these are guys who are already being cemented as some of the best players in call of duty even being in their first couple of years, you yeah, know, of Simp, course, obviously. And, and that's no discredit to him because he belongs in that conversation. Yeah. Simp and Abizi. But, um, 
It's interesting. I'm, I'm curious to hear. Champs hasn't happened yet, so there's no writing them off yet because I still think they have a great chance at win, winning. I probably even put them at like 50%, you know, or like up there in terms of percentages. Yeah. Um, but if they don't win, I'd be curious to see or hear what they think is yeah. going wrong two years in a row. And I say going wrong as if like, yeah, I, I said this to you yesterday, they got second last year. Like, it's not like they I got am. blown out of the water, but I wouldn't say they were the favorites going into last year. No. Like, I didn't feel like last year they were, I thought Dallas was the favorite going into it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I do agree. I think for them though, second place to them is just outright losing. Yeah. Well, like to, they, to, they, good teams, they, to good teams it is. I think I totally understand what you're saying about like, doesn't necessarily mean you're the best team in the game. Although there was definitely an argument there because it's like when it matters, can you show up? Yeah. I mean, I get that. But and it's the best of nine, but I, I understand it's, it is, it is different. I mean, that, that's like a, it's that's a, a different yeah. convo for a different day. But I think, you know, for FaZe anyway, it would be very interesting to see, you know, if that does happen, it would be very interesting to see what they thought of that and why. Mm-hmm. Like twice in a row, it's kind of the same type of Like fall journey, off as the year goes on. Had. And this time yeah. you got land too. You can't really chuck it up to, yeah. you know. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, well, I'll tell you what though, Rocker. Yeah. They then met Dallas after taking down FaZe, mm-hmm. right? So we talked about FaZe falling to Surge. FaZe get out of the tournament nice and early, something we have not seen before. Yeah. And uh, Dallas meet the same fate mm-hmm. as as a uh, FaZe in their winner's bracket. They get knocked down too. Dallas Empire right now. Yeah. What are you What are you thinking? Because, you know, it's, it, it's a weird one again. Like they've had quite a journey as mm-hmm. a team. But they've come into their own, and I've got to say, like, I'm really, really, really impressed with Vivid. Yeah, I feel how like they kind he's of turned been it around. a huge part of that. Mm. Uh, they obviously met Thieves in the elimination yeah, round four. Thieves. That's where we can really have this discussion. You know, they beat Thieves 3-1. Um, it was a close series, 3 one Yeah, too. it was a close series. And I think it's also impressive because I do think Thieves have been looking really, really good. So going up against Empire... Like, would you say Thieves are looking good or would you say Empire is just a better team or Empire were not really being, like, performing the way that you think that they can? Because obviously there was a lot of an external mm-hmm. factors potentially yeah. with Krim. So I think I think it's a combination of both. I actually thought Thieves looked really good because I didn't know what to make of their new roster. You know, we saw them yeah. online. Do They did pretty good online, like with Slasher and John, obviously. Yeah. Um, but, you know, first time back on land and everything uh, john has not been on the team very long yeah exactly so i mean it's just going to be interesting to see kind of what happened with it um i thought la played really solid and i wouldn't be surprised to see them make a run at champs we'll talk about champs later on i don't think they're going to win it because i don't think coming from loser bracket i just don't see it happening but anyway um and then on the flip side of that i was talking about dallas dallas is the one team that i actually have a little asterisk next to because you know, it just it came out later. I think Krim posted. He actually, I know Krim posted about um, his cat. His cat, yeah, yeah. him and um, his fiance's cat, Dana. Dana, um, obviously, I believe, went missing a week before the event, and he was, um, you know, stressing out about it as anybody as anyone would, and was putting up flyers and just trying to get this whole thing sorted and then fast forward to the event and you can just tell they weren't buttoned up like they normally are like they're normally a really solid 
mm-hmm. methodical team. I yeah. feel like, like you know, like Shotzi goes berserk as does Illy and everything. Yeah. Overall, they're they are pretty structured, and that teamwork and fluid fluidness wasn't there. Wasn't there. Yeah. And they openly said that that they didn't weren't using teamwork. And I can't help but feel like, you know, if your vocal leader is really struggling and yeah. maybe doesn't maybe he just doesn't want to be there, you know, and and again, understandably so. Um, I can't help but feel like that has to be a factor. Yeah, I, I've got to agree with you there. I think, you know, Krim is a huge part of the team, uh, not just in his gameplay, but the things that he brings apart from the gameplay to the team, like exactly like you said, the vocal leader, somebody who's kind of like running the ship. He, and, he's the vet. And he, is, he is the vet. He's the, he's the guy that all three of them look up to, Eddie mm-hmm. Shotzi and Vivid, all are looking at him. And if he's not wanting to really be there or like, do what he has to do because he's not feeling it. He's not getting pumped up. He's not, you know, shouting or screaming the way that he does. Usually then it brings the whole rest of the team down. That's nothing, you know, that's definitely not his fault whatsoever. Uh, But potentially we might see a, a much hotter more ready, more stable mm. Dallas Empire coming into might be champs, more, which is might be more ma- major four. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. You know, where you're taking phase to the absolutely. last game. So that would, yeah, I would probably say that that's mo- more likely. I'm, I just want to say before we end that topic, but I hope uh, I hope that they did find their cat. I I'm, you know really do. Yeah, really, too. really do. Um, thinking of thinking of those guys, it was horrible. Um, but that being said, obviously LA Thieves, like you said, looking pretty good considering that they have pretty much only just started this roster, but they're sticking with it after seven roster changes. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, it's been a hell of a journey for these lads. There's a lot of drama that's been going on between, funny enough, Dallas and Thieves, but yeah. not with each other. No, yeah. Um, however, you know, they're looking really good. Uh, I, I can't help but, you know, kind of think or fantasize that if that had been sooner, what they could have been or Maybe could be the right now. Bracket. Yeah, exactly. I think they were definitely on that path. Uh, Kenny's been performing really well. Draz has been great. Uh, and then you've obviously got like John and have. Slasher. They've all been, yeah, they've all been well-rounded. They just you haven't know, like pieced it together kind no, of and thing. I, and that takes time. Yeah. That's the thing, like I said, about New the roster. teamwork. It takes time. It really does take time to to have that, you know, thick and thin, to be able to adapt as a team accordingly and strategize well, but also do things on the fly uh, based on what other teams are doing. So... Really impressed with them. I definitely do think they're a dark horse in champs. Um, I just think it's gonna be tough to win. It's, it's gonna be very tough. But I think they're I think they're a dark bracket. horse. But so I think that they're gonna they're gonna you know they're gonna really go for it. Yeah. And I think I wouldn't be surprised if they knock down a couple of a uh, couple of big dogs or mm-hmm. surprises along the way if they're the people to do it. Um, but yeah, really really impressed with any of these and what I've seen. It's really cool. Also having the MV trio kind of back as well yeah. once again uh, obviously jacob not being on the actual roster but Coaching. he is the coach it's cool uh, pretty damn cool very cool um well let's move on for the next part of rocker's journey where i believe they meet ultra yeah so in winners finals they've had quite a, they've got quite a couple of matches actually um in their in their major five bracket and to be honest i i was a little shocked here I really was a little shocked. Oh yeah, here. to Rocker winning three zero. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I really didn't expect that. Yeah, I me. thought, okay, they've been doing good. They're they're looking really good, mm-hmm. but Ultra's going to be really hard. Oh my god! Because Ultra is always a tough the team. Three zero. Ultra is always a tough team. Yeah, always. No matter what, like through online and land, they they just they grind. 
you know like that's what that's how i would kind of sum up ultra in general really again same thing really well structured and they've done a great job at having them perform that way just as a structured unit but um yeah just i feel like every ultra match i feel like other than this one i don't feel like you could be like oh yeah they got stomped you know because they never get stomped it's always a really close series and close games and you know maybe it goes map five or whatever but yeah this time around a uh, different narrative for yeah, rocker it really was and then you know icing on the cake for rocker was of course meeting um optic who optic actually beat empire after empire went on to beat thieves in the elimination round five so pretty goddamn big win for optic then like we said obviously external factors with dallas empire but for optic and optics confidence yeah you know i'm not sure even if the external factors were known at that point but for optic that was a really really big victory considering the really up and down and honestly i wouldn't even say so much up season that they've had it's been pretty down down um, to be perfectly honest um, I would say like redeemable at times, but never really like, oh not yeah, this is great. You know, it's it been yeah, very, not. it's been pretty poor. However, they've definitely, they've definitely sparked up a bit in, in the, you know, the, this later part of the season, which has been really cool to watch, especially for Optic fans as well. Um, but they take down Dallas Empire 3-1 and then they meet Ultra. And unfortunately that doesn't go to plan 3-1. They fall to them and they're out of major five. But yeah. that was the elimination final. They were one away from making it to a tournament final, which is huge. Yeah. I have mixed feelings on it because, I mean, they did lose to Ultra 3-2 yeah. in winner's bracket. Yeah. So like they're close, you know, but man, it's as a Greenwall fan, okay, as an OG fan here. Especially also just to note, they won the first hard point against um, Ultra. Ultra and yeah, and the loser yeah. elimination I final. Thought it sorry, was, I thought this was it. They yeah. were winning the whole it's thing. It's just it's tough because I think look when you go when you talk about champs, I think any team can win it. If you're an, if you're a top eight team there in Call of Duty, you can win it. If you make it to Sunday, you got a shot, right? Especially with the format and all that stuff, which we don't have to get into. But I do think it benefits every it benefits. Like, even if you lose, you're not necessarily at some massive disadvantage. But with Optic, I am nervous. Like, as an Optic fan, I just want to see them win so bad. Like, I just, and I feel like champs would be so cool for them to win. It would be lit. But it would be, oh, my God. Imagine the crowd freaking the crowd, out. The crowd oh going my mental. God. But mental. The, the thing about it, and again, when it comes to Call of Duty, I for sure bleed green. Like, you know, green, green wall gang. Like, that's me. But, um, you know, I think most people are realistic they haven't beaten really a top three team basically all year. Fair to say. Yeah, I and think even that's totally and even and even with Wint beating Dallas this past event, even with beating da- Dallas this past event, he, there's a part of me that's like, how much was it? it was them and how much was it, it was Dallas was just that bad. Um, but they did take Ultra to the three two, and they regardless of external factors, they beat Dallas. And you know what? Maybe that's the confidence that they need needed because yeah. maybe they needed they haven't yet gone to a land event and beaten a good team at, at least off the top of my head i don't think that they have so maybe going to this event and beating empire on land did you on, say? on land yeah i don't think they've gone to a land event no, yet i, I think, think of have. the two lands that we've had i don't think that they've beaten a top another top team yet um like a, a team like in the top four i should say but maybe this will be the confidence that they need you know, they know individually, they know they can do it. Yeah, I was completely wrong, by the way. They didn't win the first half point. The they, reason why I thought that is because 
there was five points in it. Oh, they ultra, choked? Ultra won 250, but they choked the first half point. Optic, it was 245. choked. Yeah, they yeah, were very close right. to winning. Optic choked I think it. they had a ridiculous lead or something yeah, like that. Yeah, they had a pretty good lead. They won remember, the S&D, though. Yeah, and you're, you know, you're five seconds away yeah, from going up 2-0. they won the well. S&D 6-4 on Moscow. Yeah, but maybe that's what they need, though. Yeah. You know, they yeah. beat Empire, they lost 3-2, and then, you know, you're five seconds away from being up 2-0 on the team that got second. And, the team, yep. and by the way... The team that could have won the whole damn thing, you know, in Ultra. Yep. So maybe it's the confidence they need as an OG fan and someone who loves Hex. And, you know, I got a lot of love for some of the guys on the team that I know, obviously being like Seth and Matt and even Troy, um, the coach. I hope they pull it together because I want to see it, especially what what better of a time than champs. I have, I have individual people that I root for, obviously. Optics, the one like team I feel like I root for, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So it, what a better time than champs. Imagine the process. Dude, the pro- oh, I love the process. The I content's know. incredible. That's what I mean. It's imagine really imagine good. you win champs and that the content. Gotta say got a big shout out to Rog over there. Yeah. Roger's amazing and what he does. Yeah. Um now we get to the end yep. of Major Five, just about. And obviously Rocker meet Ultra again because Ultra worked their way back up by beating Optic. Yep. Now this is where things get interesting because this tournament final will be going down in history as one of the either the biggest reverse sweeps you've ever seen or the biggest choke in history yeah it's probably the first time i've ever seen a reverse sweep in a best of nine series yeah and and, i think it'll probably be one of the only times just so straight reverse sweep as well it was brutal it wasn't like three games and then 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 they yeah it was like they were on they were on a lifeline yeah they couldn't mess up yep and Winning five games in a row, really hard to do. Oh, absolutely. Against Ultra. Yep. I mean, so let's start this off. Obviously, I want to just explain like how bizarre this is and how I think a lot of kind of warm and cold feeds, feeds into this quite a lot because obviously Ultra, pretty damn warm from their elimination bracket run. Rocker, they're waiting, have been waiting for a while. So... 250 to 34 <laughs> on Jackmate. Now, granted, Toronto, their yeah. best map. Kind of a bit strange that Rocker picked up. Is that, that no. their best map? Yeah, their best hardpoint map, isn't is it? it? I don't know. I know that they... Um, or oh, one of their best. It, I, I it's know, one of their best. I know what people were talking... It's one, definitely one of their best. And yeah. I, but I know what people are talking about, um, you know, from the Rocker side of Brian Saint being their coach. He picked, um, if I'm not mistaken, he picked... Game one to because they have veto advantage. He picked game one to be the same game type that Ultra had just played and like yeah, just beat okay. Optic on. That's what it was. Not, yeah. Maybe it wasn't their best. Uh, it was it's the probably, one that they it's just probably beat still Optic statistically on. really Very up good. there for them. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, 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 but yeah. yeah, I think he probably caught a, caught a little lesson there. Yeah, I, I think that they not lose, great start. I think that they lose that game one no matter what. Yeah, but not in that but fashion. Two fifty four. You're not. You don't even get a chance to warm up. 34. You know what I mean? That like you're just you're just stomped. Like that's why that's why I think the next couple games, like game two, probably was even so bad. Because think about it: you sit down on the stage, they're cold as can be. They didn't even get to play map one. Well, I mean, you lost. I mean, two two fifty to thirty four is as if the team didn't even show up. Exactly, and it's a bot. Exactly, you can get as a, a as a bot going against Ultra. You could probably get thirty four, maybe like to, forty. I'd like to see that game. Ultra versus veteran bots. Yeah. So anyway, how many points did they it get? didn't it didn't slow down there for <laughs> yeah. Ultra in the first four. So, S&D Moscow 6-1, absolute whitewash. 
Toronto Ultra, Minnesota, 3-1. Ultra take that one, control raid. You know, at least they get a point. I'm not even sure if it was offense or defense, but I'm guessing defense. Um, And then Ultra, to secure things up where we all think we're packing our bags, it's time for home. We've got our victors. Like, they're going to win this major. 250 to 194, getting a bit better here. Okay, so now this is... Are you you going to drop your analogy now? Now I'm going to drop my analogy. Now I've given you the bit of the picture here. Okay. Okay. So for me, this really is a case of warm and cold, right? This is like when you take a, you know, a pie out of the fridge and it's cold, right? Like a pot pie. And you've got to warm it up, haven't you? Because it's freezing at the start. Okay. It's good. It's a good pie. And you know when it's warm, it's going to be incredible. Okay. But you've got to warm it up. So you pop it in the microwave, right? Yeah. On it goes, you know, I would probably say five minutes. You need five minutes. First minute. You're switching it up, huh? No, five minutes. I thought last time, I thought yesterday it was four minutes. No, it's five minutes so it's ready. Okay. Technically, right? Oh, because map five. Yeah. Gotcha. So map one, first minute, 250 to 34, (laughs) freezing. Middle's basically raw. You know, it's like impossible you cannot eat this cannot do anything with yeah. it you got to leave it in and just hope for the best okay hope it's cooking yep second minute six one in the s and d again we've got a point on the board there got a round however you know still goddamn cold <laughs> right second minute in just inedible it didn't do much cannot that eat second this. minute inedible raw pastry raw meat meat kind of like pink you know what i'm saying okay then we go third minute three one in the control they got they got around here, okay? They got they got around. I don't know if it was defensive or offensive, but we're getting lukewarm people, okay? Mm-hmm. Getting lukewarm. Fourth minute, 250 to 194, hard point on raid, okay? Bear in mind, they just played raid against Ultra in the control, so the map is familiar now, okay? <laughs> but you'd think Ultra, you'd think Ultra would be able to close them out of this a bit more. They can't because guess what? Your pot pie's nearly done right mm. it's getting toasty mm. you can see it browning on the sides a little bit of steam well, coming out ultra, the top fresh out the oven yeah ultra they ultra just, they were getting cold. ultra were fresh out the oven and mm. at this point they would be they they were fresh out the oven they were piping hot mm. at the beginning of the series they went back in the oven they're burnt now they're burnt out really that's it it's over they didn't get put back in the fridge or anything no okay that's burnt. that's what you're going with huh? yeah absolutely they got burnt, burnt in the oven crisp. Yeah, so Rocker are heating up now. It's nearly done. Bang, <laughs> bing, it's ready. Minute five is where things start turning <laughs> Minute around. Minute five is Matt five, in case you didn't catch on to this. Yeah, Miami S&D, 6-3, okay? Look at that turnaround. The burnt crisp of a third, three-round loss. And then you have the six heating up, steaming Rocker coming your way. It's terrifying, but delicious all at the same time. And then we have, obviously, moving on. We've got Control on Gary, 3-1. Standoff, 6-2. Apocalypse, 250 to 165. And eventually, they seal the deal. The Rocker resurrection happens. Raid, 6-3. Perfect pot pie. Bing, bam. You can eat it. Fantastic. Absolutely stunning. What a reverse sweep. But it really is the analogy of the hot and cold. (laughs) That, Dig anal- in. that analogy was even more ridiculous the second day because you've actually you actually perfected the analogy well i really thought about it and i thought how <laughs> great it is yesterday you did it on the fly 
and I made fun of you. But for it is it. on the fly. What do you think? I've written it down. No, no, you didn't write it down. Got but, it in my head. But you said it like you were on point this time around with it. You knew exactly. Bon appetit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Minnesota. Bon oh appetit. God. I mean, it was it was amazing. So this like this is where I want to. This is what I want to understand from your perspective, especially mm-hmm. especially as a pro player. So you know, all jokes aside and all analogies aside, no, it wasn't amazing. Amazing to watch. Yeah, it was historic moment. But what happened to Ultra? I can I can understand what happened to Rocker. I can understand that they heated up and, and they finally got warmed up and etc. But what happened to Ultra? Like what would you say was going on? Because there's one thing coming out and playing against a cold team or playing against a lesser team at the mm-hmm. time. But it's another to not be able to just close out one game uh, within five. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you could definitely chalk it up to a little bit of a choke. Obviously, I think if you're up 4-0 and lose, it's fair to say you choked a bit, you know? I mean, but come on. But the reality of it is sometimes you lose because the other team's just better. And they're better throughout the whole event or they're better that day or whatever the case may be. And the reason I say that is because Rocker 3-0'd them in the winner's finals. Even playing field, you know, all, yeah. all square. Both of you just won your match and you're playing each other on the same day in the same circumstances. You got 3-0'd. So, like, yeah. knowing that, I'm not shocked that like Rocker, I mean, I'm still a little shocked, obviously, but is it unbelievably surprising that Rocker won five in a row? Again, it is because five in a row is insane, but they did win three in a row a day before, you know? So I don't know. I I, I would say that you could definitely say it's a little bit of a choke, but at the same time, I mean, think about it. They won four, right? When the day before they won nothing. Yeah. So I don't know. You can't, sometimes I feel like, sometimes I feel like you focus on, not you, but like as a spectator, you focus on, oh my God, how could they lose that? And the reality of it is the other team is just that much, like they were literally just that much better. I think it's hard sometimes to not focus on that, especially in the way, in the fashion that that oh, was yeah. lost. Mm-hmm. Cause it literally was five games in a row. They had to win yeah, one it's game. Insane. God, one hard point. Yep. One control. And really they weren't close either. Like once that once they lost game five. No, they weren't close. Yeah. It was it was the complete polar opposite. That's why then. I think it's a little bit of a choke because like they just didn't even get close to winning a game. Yeah. You know, to where like, I don't know. You know what? I don't know. I don't know if it's actually a little bit of a choke or if it's just a clear demonstration of Rocker just being better because they didn't get close after that, you know? It's tough to say. But yeah, I mean, it's hard. It's like you said, it's hard not to focus on on that side of it because you are so close but i mean ultra this is the thing about ultra every basically since they won uh major two i believe right they won major two is that the one they won uh, yeah ultra yeah yeah ever since they won major two they're a contender right so i think for this event even though it's gonna sting and sting brutally uh i think they can heading into champs regain and keep their heads high because they know that they can contend for a ring and obviously it sucks to say when you were so close to winning the champs prior or the major prior but that's their takeaway that they gotta have is we're one game away we can beat every team you know we know we can beat every team because if you can win four maps against rocker in the finals you could win three in the winners finals yeah um now granted again different circumstances how much of that play into it i don't know but uh that's all you can do. You got to try to take the positive and move on from it because we yeah. know that they can win the whole thing. That is Guru SB right there. 
He got you. Hashtag. Now, we're moving on to champs and the champs bracket because this brings us to the teams that have made it through. And let's just quickly talk about, you know, the way that this is going to be going down and, and kind of what we expect from the, the gates. Um, obviously, we have a couple of rounds to discuss because we have basically the seeding to talk about until tomorrow. Exciting. Yeah. Um, so... Obviously, winners round one, Optic goes up against New York Subliners. We have Dallas Empire in the same round versus Minnesota Rocker. Winners round two is FaZe versus Winner and Ultra versus Winner as well. Mm-hmm. Elimination round one, we have our two teams that didn't make it into the winner's bracket. Mutineers and Thieves both have a really tough ride from the get-go. Cannot make a mistake. It's going to be a really rough journey. Now, I'm going to start with the elimination bracket mm-hmm. because I have a hot take. Okay. Oh, what did you want to say? I actually take back what I said about a team can't win it through the bracket. Okay. Because since there's no map advantage mm-hmm. and there's only such few rounds. Well, they can win it. They can. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. normally it's yeah, no. the team, you ain't being the team and winners twice. They definitely can. Yeah. Although I'm pretty sure the way that the days are formatted, I think we only have one game on Sunday. Oh, it's only champs? Yes. On Sunday? Yeah, I believe so. That was, I did that in 2016 when we, so. when we won Worlds 2017. So it was a little bit less of an advantage, I think. Yeah. for Oh, yeah. That's definitely way less of an I mean, it's risky, advantage. but before in the majors, there was definitely an advantage, but it was risky. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like a risky road for mm-hmm. the reward. Yeah. You know? Um, but somebody was going to make it out of there, for sure. It's less of an advantage. Yeah. The fact that it's only one match on one day. Because before it was, you would win loser's bracket and play a team that hadn't played yet. You okay, know. I have a I have a really spicy take here. Yeah, let's hear the spicy elimination take. Elimination, you already know what this I is. I know what it is. Now, I don't want you to think I'm mean. Okay, so don't she's judge ta- me. She's talking to you, people, not me. Please don't think I'm mean by saying this, but I just I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna give you the spicy takes because we're all friends here, and I think we can have a good discussion. But there's one team that I genuinely think, you know, I'm gonna just gonna say it. Mutineers, right? Okay. If they make it through this elimination bracket and have one of their their wonders at some point and they beat the impossible and they go for it and they, they get there and they win champs, I think I'll cry. <laughs> Not with happiness. <laughs> I'll be upset. I'll be genuinely upset because, nope. because okay, and, and look, okay, maybe I'm taking it too far here, but you, you, hopefully you understand what I'm saying. They have been so damn inconsistent that everything I think about the game and everything I think I know about the game, I feel just goes out the window. And it's almost like I don't feel then like the best team did win. And that kind of upsets me. Yeah. Well, the um, most consistent team for certainly didn't win. Yeah. Because I feel like Mutineers have been so inconsistent to the point where it's like it has been the entire season. So you see my point? About what I said earlier. I do see your point, but I think it depends on who wins. I agree. I think there's a difference. There's a difference. There's a difference between where you could be like they were the best team because of how they perform all year. Yes. But if you go back to some of the teams that have won champs in the past, yes, it wasn't ever the best team. For example, if Ultra win, I would happily say they're the best team. No, I agreed. Uh, Phase or Ultra, Phase or Ultra win, fully agree. Or even. Phase Ultra, or I would even probably say Rocker now, since they won yeah, a major. I would actually say Rocker is a tough, so one, a tough one. Rocker though. would have had the best glow up I've ever seen. Yeah, agree. Because they were consistently good towards the end. Mm-hmm. I think um, Mutineers can do it though. 
And I get what you're saying. Yeah, because... but I'd be sad about it because I just think it just puts everything, all the logic of like what makes a good team and this like is... how to get there out the window for me. And it's scary and upsetting. But look, if that's life, it's life. I'll deal with it. Yeah. I'll, it's it's tough because they've beaten, I think they've almost beaten every single top team. Yeah, but so inconsistently. But then they're just, yeah, but then they're just inconsistent. And then it begs it begs the question like, okay, but were those but teams you, just not playing well that you, day? Would you feel is that sa- what it is? Would you feel the same way if LA won? <laughs> She's literally pondering her thoughts right now. Because like, think about I it. I know this sounds really weird, but I don't think I would be as upset. I think I'd be shocked. Yeah. And I'd be more like, it's like did not see that coming. You say that about um, Florida, and I get what you're saying. Okay, I, this I don't is disagree why, with This you. is why I have a differing opinion. It's not because I hate Florida. Don't get me wrong. I think they're, I think they're lovely people. I really love the players. I think they're awesome, we super root for talented. Neptune. Neptune's absolutely incredible. You know, don't get me wrong. I, I like them. I like. There's not one team I don't like yeah. in our league. However, I think it's because of the longevity of that team. They've been together for a bit now. Um, and it just for me was so inconsistent and it was frustrating yeah because it was it was all we could talk about on the desk all the time was the inconsistency and that was all that was happening so i think at least with la thieves they've been consistent at changing their roster (laughs) until they found what worked did did it really work though they just kind of got stuck with the roster it didn't necessarily work i think it works with john i think it works but they didn't they didn't do a trial and error and it worked. It's just, I know, they, but they, did, they had to they take did, the risk. They it was, did, something wasn't working. They did. I agree with you, but they did one last change before the roster lock or before you can make any more changes. And that's that they're done. You can't make any more yeah, changes. Uh, yeah. So for them to go and win it when there's like other people who have yeah, been but they still put, teams they still, for so yeah, long, but you they know what still I mean? put thought into who that was going to be. Yeah, it's true. You know they went out say? and got John. Yeah. It's not. Just, it wasn't just a rush decision. They, no, they didn't that. have to change. I get what you mean. I you agree. know what I mean? I so get it's what just you mean. Like, it is different. It's two different scenarios. But it yeah. would be, it would be, um, somewhat of. Okay, I feel bad saying like I would cry if Mutineers as well. No, I, no, I, no, everyone knows you aren't. I'm serious. just saying like it would just be a bit. It'd be shocking. Nuts. It'd be shocking. It'd be like okay, but then I would have a really hard time saying that they were the best team, which is so bad, and I feel terrible saying that because. Because I tell you what, this is the best way to put it. I'd have a really hard time saying that they were the, they are the best team in the CDL. Mm. However, I would say that I I am very very delighted that they won, and I think it was an incredible performance, run, an yeah, incredible an pressurized performance. Yeah. performance, and they managed to do it on the time that it matters, yep. especially elimination bracket, going up some of the top teams who had been dominant all season long, taking them down when it matters most would be extremely extremely impressive. So that's I, what I'll say I agree, about it. I agree with you. And I think that that clears up how you feel for sure. Yeah. Because I'm just being a drama queen because it's fun. But you know, I will be crying. I'll be crying. <laughs> I go, I go. I understand what you meant from <laughs> no. the beginning because yeah. it's been frustrating, especially like rooting for them. Like, I feel like I've been like rooting for them like with Neptune and stuff. Like I've wanted him to do really well. And then like, it's just been, you know, inconsistent after inconsistent not of him but of the team so it would be crazy to see them go from that to all of a sudden just powerhouse run through everyone kind of thing yeah now quick quick couple takes now i'm mm. not going to spend a huge amount of time on them because you know we spent a bit even on the first one even though i said it was gonna be hot takes yeah first game optic versus subliners subliners hello welcome back new york oh my goodness bit of a change has happened diamond con out clay back in Mm -hmm. something i honestly didn't think was going to happen i'm a little bit shocked about it because i okay good for you mr i am psychic however (laughs) i really didn't think he was coming back because i just thought it was 
just too late. I really did thought I think it was too late. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, if the rosters had locked, how would how would how has Clay come back? Because he's on the roster. Do you mean like they could have used the sub? They could like LA could have used Huke. Okay, got you. Instead got of John. It. Okay, that makes more sense. Okay, well anyway, um, Clay coming back in. A uh, couple hot takes on it. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's going to be an easier or harder ride for them with Clay back on the roster, having changed so early, uh, so soon? So soon, easier, easier because I think that had they had Diamond Con, I don't see them beating Optic at all. And with Clay, I could see them beating Optic, and it depends on how they're gelling and how stuff's going, and whether or not they'll be able to do that. I don't know because things were looking a little rough uh, when Clay left, you know, not getting into his personal stuff of what yeah. happened and why he left. And he said he's going to talk about that later on, but the team wasn't happy about it yeah. and it's hard to perform as a broken team. So, but you know, if Clay comes back and they hash that out and figure it out, um, easier chance with Clay because they stand more of a chance to win. Okay. I, I totally get that. I think on the other side, I think it's not going to be any easier or any harder. You don't I think it's easier with them having Clay? I don't think so. I mean, this is just based on like kind of the vibe I'm getting. Like, I don't say it's going to be harder. That's not like, that's because Clay's good. Yeah. And I think it's not going to be easier. They did not stand a chance of beating OG with Diamond Con. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. And by so the way, you shout out Diamond Con, so you who, have to admit. who couldn't play in challenges because of all this entire situation. Just yeah. want to say. Feel, feel really know, bad for him. Yeah, feel really bad for him. But shout out to him for being an absolute you know, trooper. Um, I think you have it's to not, say it's easier. It's not going to be any easier. And I don't think it's going to be any harder. I'm going to stick by that <laughs> because, because be I, be I was interviewing. No, a- I know. ASIM. I was interviewing any, anyone else from New York. I mean, basically ASIM. Um, and the guys have abandonment issues. No, I, for I, sure. I get you. They do. I get They you. were annoyed. They were pissed. Like they were not, they were honestly, I'm pretty sure they won a match because it fueled them, like how annoyed they were. Mm. So like for me, that's a big red flag. And look, I really do hope that they can work it out in time for, for the competition to start. But what I would say is like, I think that the chemistry on the team will be slightly affected by it. But I hope, I hope that they can rally together, like you said, and I hope that it will become easier for them because right now I'm not sure. You want to hear something crazy? Go on. Obviously, we're recording this after a recording last night didn't work. Yeah. Right? NYSL today. Yeah. Screaming Rocker. Yeah. And Clay put out a tweet about Standy torching time or something like that. Mm. Because Standy was like late to the scrim at the LAN. And uh, Standy replied saying, I'm gunning you right now or something like that. Clay replied after their scrim saying, how'd that work out for you? Oh, dear. I think NYSL was winning the scrim on well, lane against them. On LAN? Yeah. Oh. They're all at the event. Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, was this that is th- was juicy. That do, what does that do for your take? If that's the case. I think that that's the case. Because he said how that worked out for you. They could have actually not. They could have literally not okay. won any games. And Clay could have just this been is, popping is, off. Who okay, knows? This is, where, this is where my head goes for this. Okay. Champs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Glory. (laughs) (laughs) Champs, high pressure situation, Mm. right? Clay, let's be honest, he's an emotional player. Mm. One thing goes wrong, I see it falling apart. Okay. And I even see that mid-series. That's my worry. That's where I think it's not going to become any easier or any harder. 
Not because Clay's not incredible. He is. Let's be honest. If you are, I said this yesterday, but if you're on a basketball court and you're, you know, you're, you're your captain and you're picking the teams, you'd be picking him. He'd be one of the first choices. You know, like he he's a great, great player, a vet, experienced, and he's accoladed. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said, with what's happened, I do see, and the problems that were occurring yeah. in the team, quite clearly very personal problems as well, um, emotions run high at events like this this is the be all or end all this is the last rally like this is this is where you leave it all on the table or on the sticks there is no nowhere to hide so i feel like in a mid in mid series if something goes wrong they're Mm -hmm. not doing or executing something right let's say they lose a respawn in the middle of the series and emotions go out the window i see it all falling apart there and then which is my worry about it that's the only thing i'd say i disagree slightly but we don't have to we don't have to keep talking about it because I think even though he's an emotional player, I don't think that you have the success and consistency that he has had and have it all fall apart. Yeah. I, I do agree, agree with you. I can agree with I that. do agree with you yeah. that they might not be great I mean, because I, of the I issues. I don't know. Yeah. But like if I was just well, based on see, the situation. We don't see scrims. No, I know. You know. And based on the situation that I see in front of me, because that's not what I'm saying. No. Is there vibing? I'm, yeah, I'm sure they're going to be perfect. I, I, and, that's like, my, and that's my point. That's what, I, I agree I with you. And then that's my point is if it falls if apart not, yeah. and they're not vibing at any stage of a series, yeah. I'm worried it will fall apart on their laps yeah. there. I guess. Yeah. No, I feel You know what I'm saying? I feel We agree. Yeah, and then they have, and then they have to go through the elimination bracket, and mm. then they can't mess up again, and it's just like yeah. terrifying no, I feel in you. that sense. I feel However, I, I, I tell you what, then I'll change my opinion. I do think it'll be easier, but I do think it's also risky as well. But I think this is the best outcome that they could have had for champs. There you go. Happy well, with that? Well, yeah, but why do you say it's risky? Because uh, because of what I said. I it truly ain't, it think ain't risky though. It is risky. It isn't risky. It is lot. It's not risky. Diamond Connor Clay, who are you picking? No. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. So it's risky in terms of they could just not gel. Yeah. Yeah. That's all but, I'm saying. But I'm not still, saying that there was any other option. Yeah. Okay. I'm just I, saying I, I that it, as long champs, as we agree, as long as we agree gonna on that. It's going to be risky for them. As long as it's we, not it's not set in stone. It's not I wouldn't say it's confident boosting. I think it's mm-hmm. pressurizing for them. No, I it agree. really I, is. I do I agree with that. As long as you agree with the Diamond Con Clay thing, no, which Diamond you do. Con, I, bless him bless his soul you know, well you're being job. compared to one of the best players in the game no, which is Clay. there was so no other choice yeah. if, if the choice is on the table you're picking clay every single time well, without on, a doubt then we're on the same page yeah we're on the same page what i'm saying is it is risky business because of what happened no yeah for sure if that hadn't happened i wouldn't be coming into saying it's risky i'd be coming into saying i think they could win i just full because we're gonna end this and move on yeah. i 100 percent agree with you what I meant when you said the risky thing, I thought you were talking about bringing Clay in. No. In terms of the roster, which isn't what you're saying. No. You're just saying the situation is risky. It is. Which I agree yeah. with. Yeah, so exactly. We're, we're on the same page. We are on the per, same page. I know usual. we are. That's why I would try and explain it. <laughs> I know we're on the same page. But yeah, so it, it, it uh, look, and I can't wait to see him involved. Yeah. Really can't. However, that being said, based on teams and where they're at, I am kind of looking at Optic to win that. I think. What they, are you thinking? I, I think if they don't, I think it's a choke on their part. And I love, because I love OG, but let's be honest, between the first round ones that there are, you got handed the easier round one. Yeah. You know, who would you rather play? Broken NYSL, who didn't have their captain for the last major and for practice and all that good stuff until recently, or yeah. would you rather play Empire, who you historically haven't done amazing against, or Rocker, who just won the last event? you take NYSL. Yeah, you definitely would. Yeah. A team that's literally 
you know, had to come back together and kind of rebuild. Exactly. As well. So yeah. if you're and, OG. And not just that, rebuild rapport. So I think OG, I would probably pick them to win it, especially since we don't have the intel on how scrims go for NYSL and how they're vibing. But no matter what, I think OG is a tough team. So I, I think that they could win it no matter what. And if they don't, I think just in terms of their champs run, yeah. I think it's a little bit of, um, I don't want to say a choke because a choke is a little bit like too negative, yeah, but you know what negative. I mean. Like and it's, also, it, yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean. Like yeah. it's just a little bit of a, a blunder of like you kind of got handed the easier bracket and you still made it hard on yourself. Fair? Yeah. And I think it's then. Choke isn't the right word. I just no, don't know. No, it's not I choke, but I also think it's not giving them the start that they need. Yeah, to win. They need momentum. Yeah. They need confidence. They're the type of team that, let's be honest, confidence hasn't just been handed to them this season mm -hmm. it's been earned so mm -hmm. it's like they need to earn that because when they click you know they need to earn that first win yeah. to get them going and get the fire started yeah. um moving on very quickly the final one we're going to talk about in the bracket because obviously you know there's not, we've talked about everything and we haven't got any kind of fill-ins until tomorrow empire versus rocker now this one's really interesting this is going to be the final thing we talk about before champ starts tomorrow this is going to be good and i'll tell you why this is going to be a really good game. Yeah. This is a true test for Rocker mm -hmm. right at the start. Agreed. Because if what we're saying is right and what we're saying is true and Empire were affected by a personal issue, which is totally understandable because we're all human here and you can get, you know, you can get affected by whatever it is in this world. Mm -hmm. Then a two week past it Empire mm could potentially mean serious, serious problems for Rocker. Um, that being said, Rocker will be tested to see if they're the real deal right from the get-go again on LAN because not only did they take down Dallas, but they took down Ultra twice. Yeah. So there is some type of... Yeah, and you I know, agree. Th and they took down FaZe. Mm. So there is some type of like you know something happening here with rocker it wasn't just a one a one kind of like here, top dog blunder and they managed to get through it with rocker yeah if they beat empire then i see them potentially going all the way then i see I them agree. i, I agree. see them in the finals yep i, I think agree. they'll beat ultra yeah i agree i guess you could say it depends on how that series goes like say it goes three two very close and it's very close maybe mm. i might be like ooh, ultra could actually put up a fight here because yeah then, it comes then down i to think who, it's on it's just like on the table who, no idea. who, who plays the best that day agreed yeah so but i think if it's a three one again or I think, three oh i think if it's a three oh yeah. i'm going I'm rocker like, i'm like they're the real the they're the real deal they're probably going to three oh ultra because they probably guarantee you they're in ultra's heads even in the slightest you know yeah, I mean, they'd meet them next. Yeah, that's, yeah. I, that's and, why I think. And that's all that's standing in their way. Two, like, literally, that's what's standing in their two way. Series. It's two series. And then they have the winner's finals yeah. against whoever that's makes why it I see in the, the That's why I see rounds. them in winner's finals. If they, if they beat Dallas convincingly, I think they're in winner's finals. That being said, okay, hi, you know, hypothetically, Dallas. Forget the Dallas we saw at Major. Yeah. If it's the Dallas from Major 4. Mm-hmm. And it's the Dallas that we know can show up, that we've seen show up. Mm -hmm. How are Rockers' chances if they play that Dallas? I think it's gonna be a close series. Yeah, I think I think it'll be a close series, and then I think. And then where do you think Dallas will end up based on that? I don't know because I I don't know if, if, if Dallas Rocker, is playing really. If they three a Rocker. If they three a Rocker, I could see them probably sitting in winners' finals as well. So this is a pretty big match, but then, but in terms it's of not, it's not guaranteed because I get a hundred percent. Ultra is good. No, they're like, very they're good. Really they're good. very, very, very but good. But I think that the team that comes out in that round one on fire 
because this is part of it, right? We don't know. I think Ultra and Phase, by the way, both actually are a little, they're lucky in terms of how the bracket works out because you're technically placed higher no matter what. Like you don't have to win a series. You're automatically placed slightly above eighth place, I believe. Yeah, it is. I forget I even said believe because it is. But both teams kind of had a little bit of a mishap Yeah. at the last major phase and um, Toronto. And you don't get to get a series like under your belt to like feel good heading into a tougher match. Like yeah. round two is tougher than tough er, than round one. You got know what I mean? Yeah. So like Ultra and Phase both have this like, oh, like this last event was bad for us. They could come out on fire, or they could come out cold as hell and not have it figured out because yeah. you haven't played a land a, a serious land match since the last time. Yeah. You know, Phase's last match they lost the f- surge. Yeah. Ultra's last match, they got reverse swept. You know, fast forward two weeks. Hey, here's Rocker again. You know, yeah. I mean, if you're Phase, I mean, Phase it depends on how OG and NYSL play. But I think, I think Phase with the bracket that they have, I see Phase potentially being a lock for winners finals. But yeah. depending how that team, same thing, depending how that team comes out round one, NYSL comes out on fire, OG comes out on fire, I think that they can make it in. To, I think that they could then beat Phase. Yeah, but it, I that agree. round one is important to see how teams come out. Yeah, it is. And and it's not just about winning the game. It's about how you win it yeah. as well. Like how, how you do, like, you know, what that kind of gives you, what, you know, what you feed off of that. So mm-hmm. I think that's going to be really important. And those first rounds, I am so excited for. I think they're incredible matchups. I think like the seeding is perfection. Yeah, it's like cool. it's going to be it's really, really, cool. really good. Um, yeah, I mean, that's going to kind of round things off for champs. I think Wrap I'm so excited to see what happens tomorrow. Um, you know, it's going to be absolutely incredible. And yeah, it's uh, Remember it's to make sure end. you post who you got winning. Yeah, please do post who you have if you winning. you made it this far. The whole thing, the whole season. Who is your champ? Let us know. And I'm going to read out the people who are right uh, and give you a little bit of cred in the next episode. Um, but I'll tell you what, we're going to seal the deal there on champs. Yeah. We will let you know what we think next week when, when it's all Ooh, done. It's going to be done next yeah. week. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. Um, but that being said, let's move on. I said to this yesterday. Another game. I'm going to say it again. Yeah. I'm really proud of you. Oh, thanks. I'll babe. say it again at the end of the season. You're so sweet. It probably is a little bit more corny because it's the That's second cute time that around. You said of that course, yesterday. I remember to say because I meant it. That was cute. I, you know, because I, I said, you know, we wrapped up the Call of Duty talk, yeah, and I said, did. you know, now that we're the regular See, season, me, I had no idea. I was I ready know, to move the on. The regular season officially being done, you crushed it. You're so cute. Absolutely crushed it. Thank you. And I think that this year, tried people. Hard. I know you did. I, you try your hardest every time. Uh-huh. And that's why I, I really, really respect that about you. And that's I think good. this year, um, you know, being in it a lot longer and the format, not the format, but like the season being laid out with yeah. being online yeah. and everything, I think people got to really appreciate how awesome you are and you got to really connect way more this year. Yeah. It's hard when people get to know you. Yeah. You know, they're getting to know you. You know, I'm daft. I'm goofy. Um, but people learn to I'm sure to, the Popeye analogy that. told everyone that who didn't already know that. I mean, if, if it, it's just if you watch broadcast, you know. No, like, it's just 100%. there. Um, you know, but I just, yeah, it's been really good. I love the season. I love the people I work with. Mm-hmm. Like, I absolutely love them. So much. like, shout out Rick, shout out Pia, shout out Michael, shout out everyone, Jacques, Nameless, 
yeah Sturge, Sturge Lando Miles Castle, yeah. Every, everyone, everyone everyone <laughs> just like love you guys so much like all just incredible people I'm um, really proud I'm really really proud of you oh thank you because you because you guys shout out you, you thanks for being the best support in oh, the whole world relax, anyway relax. oh my god why are we no, having but listen, a speech because I want to say I this. haven't won champs no listen I know you haven't won champs but listen <laughs> I thank because you work so hard this is I'm the last thing I'm going to say about it you work incredibly hard at what you do yeah and that's the side of it that people don't see i'm about to do a vo after this i know you the are champs. i know you are but yeah and, and that goes to that goes to a lot of the t- like not to a lot to everyone that yeah, is yeah. working there you guys work so hard oh, yeah. and put a lot of work in behind the scenes that people don't see they only see the broadcast and um yeah you know i mean you've always been that way so i'm not proud of you and that you've worked harder because you've always just been probably the hardest worker that i know but um it was a great season and you guys crushed it anyway so sweet i love you love you thank you <laughs> Uh, let's move on to something we love yeah. and hopefully going to love even more when we see it in full form. But that is Halo Infinite. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I had the flight test. It was epic. You know, one Feels of the so reasons. so long ago. I know. One of the reasons why we were absent. Um, it was a lot going on. Was, but it was awesome. Was crushing it. You were crushing it. You, well, this is my turn now. Yeah. Very proud of you. Thank you. The streams were it. absolutely incredible. I was dual what wielding a, What a difference a new game makes. From averaging oh, yeah. like three, I'd say like I probably average like 200 to 300 viewers on like Halo 5 or yeah. MCC to I was averaging uh, 2,000. I know. That is crazy and so, <sighs> so incredible. Was it was that a real rush for you? Yeah, it was. Because isn't that it, the highest you've ever had? Yeah, so I hit my most, I actually, funny enough, um, beat it by 800 wow. viewers. Wow. Um, cause I actually thought I hit 2000 before and I went back and looked at like my stats. There was like a website you could see it and, uh, I never have. And, um, awesome. I hit over 2000 multiple times and hit 2300, which is now my max 23 something Proud is now my max. And, um, it was pretty, it was pretty surreal for sure because it's been a long time. It's been a long, long time of waiting for a new game and, you know, I've been trying to do the whole content thing and stuff and sometimes it's just disheartening of like, man, you just feel like you can't make any kind of moves. Um, But, you know, I tried to really capitalize on the situation. You know, we hosted the Snake Bite Shootout, which went awesome. People loved it and I I loved doing it and I'm definitely going to do it more. Um, Yeah, reminding me of like why not like why I do it because I love competing, but it really made me feel like, like reminded me how much I actually love the content side yeah. of it, you know? And for the first time ever, probably the first time ever for me, I had my max view count at 2,300 viewers. And you know what I'm most proud of? What? Is how awesome the chat was. Yeah. Because I was about it's to ask you, something how was it all I work really hard with my stream with, you know, 200, 300 viewers. People know how I run it. And I run it with just try to be positive. And, you know, I'm not perfect. Obviously, I can get negative like everyone Pretty else. Pretty perfect to me. Thank you. You're biased, but thank you. <laughs> um, but, you know, no, I, I just, I try to keep it really positive on the stream. And try, honestly, I kind of do um, what Nick, Nick Merckx does. And I learned a lot from him and how, how he's around his stream. Yeah. I've just cut out the BS and don't try not to entertain it. And I'm yeah. not perfect. I definitely sometimes do. But uh, 2,300 viewers and it was just positive vibes and people chatting to each other and really just it was it was because i've had a thousand viewers a couple times before and it got like it was like overwhelming where i was like yeah it's like can get negative and people arguing and it's just like it doesn't give you like always the best feeling in the world 
but um, this was like really refreshing. I can't explain it. I, I, you, obviously, I've talked to you about this before, yeah, but of course. it was like I could just tell. You know, like I, I was tuning in. I was dual wielding the broadcast. I yeah. was watching CDL because obviously I was working. Um, but then I had you up, and I'd every now and then pop in the chat, mm-hmm. and like you could just tell you were beaming. You were in your element. Like I, I, I was watching you, and I was like, wow. Like you, you know, you're just you're enjoying this. Like it's not just the game that you were enjoying. No, you're enjoying yeah. the whole experience of, you know, but the potential future and like what is to come. And you know, obviously, it was super refreshing to to see you finally having a chance to be involved in infinite in some way yes it was a very small amount of it i would literally say probably three percent of what you're gonna get is actually gonna be yeah but you know it was something Mm -hmm. it was something it had the title on it it has mechanics of the game in it some way somehow potentially getting tweaked all sorts of stuff getting finessed and tweaked obviously sensitivity etc it's all being done Mm -hmm. i heard the settings were mental by the way the settings yeah i heard you could customize settings like crazy oh yeah yeah that's like most games now is, that, is it yeah oh i thought games. it was like beyond normal but okay, no nah, i, would, not. I, I mean, heard like, something quite extreme there's like i mean it's quite in detail for sure but i wouldn't say it's anything that we haven't seen now oh, in okay. a lot of games oh, right. like call of duty and apex and well no because the custom the customization for your spartans and your in-game stuff is so insane cool. is insane that's cool but um for in terms of settings it's it's more than what Halo has seen, but I wouldn't say it's new in terms of right. video games. Okay. You know? Gotcha. Gotcha. So overall then, how did you receive it? You know, what did you think of the mechanics? How did you like the feel of the game? What is your overall kind of like take? What would you say your takeaway if you had to like really kind of sum it up into a takeaway yeah. of this first flight test? What would you say? Loved it literally loved it like in detail you know what i mean like what about it uh no, would you take it, away from it it was just refreshing like, this is bad this yeah, is no, great so this is, needs to be changed blah 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 i try to like look at it the best way i can and not be too critical because we're on like a three month old build to like what they're on now yeah, so, so not, like you know they're technically so, the new engine yeah so there's like flaws and all kinds of stuff but overall it's just fun like the game it, the game felt really smooth in terms of like a movement standpoint um it, the game moves slower with like the sprint like you're not moving super fast which is obviously a concern for halos people just zooming across the map which is what people didn't like about halo 5 well i shouldn't say didn't like but some people didn't like about halo 5 so this is a good like happy medium right. i feel like um the aim assist got tuned down a lot and i am so happy because Do you reckon that's to stay yeah I, I think it'll probably be tweaked a little bit up if i had to imagine but at the same time, I hope they don't because actually leaves room for genuine skill yeah. level and skill basically, gap. Basically, right? basically, yeah, basically, what's happened now in Halo, in terms of like the shooting aspect of the game, yeah, um, aim assist is so broken and controllers are so broken to the point where, so the point where everyone is <laughs> the best player you've ever seen. Every, every yeah. player that shoots is the best player you've ever seen, and some of that is to do with the fact that we're playing really old games, so people understand positioning more than other people. Like, or, sorry people understand positioning more than they would have year one of a game. You know what I mean? Like we're on year 14 of Halo 4 or Halo 3, sorry. Um, if you don't understand how to play like Narrows by now, you're probably not a professional player. Even I know how to play Narrows. Exactly. Um, <laughs> like you, legit. No, but like, so you get the point though. So like they tune down the aim assist and I hope it stays that way because not only will map positioning, not only will the people be rewarded who learn the game the fastest, but it, you'll also be rewarded if you actually just can shoot like really well the, yeah. the major concern for me so far is with all that talk on auto aim being toned down a lot 
um, the BR still felt really easy to use. So I'm a little bit concerned that it's going to be too strong and it's going to be kind of the opposite of what I'm talking about. Like everyone's going to be consensus based yeah. on like Matt and everyone yeah, played Everyone with. said the BR, it Justin. was just like automatic mm-hmm. force, but we didn't get to play PVP with BRs. Right. So I pistol. It was pistol and a and assault rifles, assault rifle. which I think when we play competitive play, I think we're going to be BR starts. Right. So I'd really love to see. So that wasn't that was something that you didn't really get to indulge in. No. To like so we didn't get to like it. test okay. that. So even though like it felt that way, but it's like the, then the question is like, did it feel that way? Because the other guns have such little auto aim that when yeah, you pick sure. it up, you're sure. like, yeah. oh, this is a melt machine. But if you give everyone the same gun, that's kind of annoying because like from your perspective, that's almost like a tease. Oh yeah. Because you, you're like, I already know. This is PV, not something we're PVP, starting with. PVP, with. So it's almost like you don't get to actually fully experience yeah. what it's going to P- be like PVP was not nearly as enjoyable. Only an hour and a half, right? Yeah, it was either two hours or an hour and a half that it was live. But PVP was not nearly as enjoyable as it could have been because it was um, assault rifle and sidekick starts, um, which I'm not knocking it. It's like I think, I think that's going to be the social settings, basically. But then what ended up happening because of that is like, you know, there only there were only uh, two maps, two or three maps, sorry. And what ended up happening is like whoever got the rifle was right. cooking because you couldn't shoot. <laughs> you know, it was yeah. like you're yeah, beaming. Yeah. Everyone be gunning for it. Gunning. I'd be gunning. You would be, be like, help me. <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying <laughs> the opposite. I thought you were saying the opposite. You'd be gunning and like you got it and you're no, shredded. I'd be gunning for it. Oh like, yeah, help, help me, me. anywhere yeah, I can. No. Like so, now I can be so average. That's why PvP, even though it was really fun. It wasn't the full dose of what it can be, but that's not that's not a bad thing. Was that more? Was that like more? Like you know, this is this almost sounds like a greedy slash ungrateful. But let's just be honest over here. You know, you've been waiting a long time for this. Was that better or worse that you got to play PvP like that? It was Would better. You, it was you know better. I mean? Yeah, okay, it, that's it, good. it was better because there was a chance that it wasn't even going to happen yeah, at all. Yeah. Like, and they said because of the updates and stuff. They like that, said right? if it goes well, we're going to put out PvP, and like it wasn't going well. So like I was like so PvP. Like, uh, I was like P- yeah, I was like PvP. I was literally saying on my stream, guys, I don't think PvP is coming. That same day that PvP came out, they put out an update that like broke the game. Like they put out, they tried updating the game. I don't know what they were doing. Like I've no, I, I don't know that side of it. Trying but to go a little too far, maybe. I don't. I think they might have just been testing their updates to see how it goes. But basically, it made the game like super choppy. I mean, to be fair, it's pretty. I know it's not ideal, but it's probably a good time to do no, it. No, yeah, I agree. I, I think, and I even said that on my stream because then they put out another update that fixed it. So it's like, okay, so, okay, you might have broke the game, maybe but they you did got, it on purpose. Yeah, maybe honestly. you know who knows. But um, so. I think it was better because it was something. Yeah, exactly. You know? Well, I, I like, you know, it's funny. Your mindset is like refreshed. Yeah. Like I feel like you are like. Yeah, that's how I felt. I was super. I'm refreshed. This is, I've got something. I've got a taste. I've got something that I can hold on to. Mm. Now you're looking forward to the next beta. Yeah. You know, that next, is going to be coming. Test. Don't next call it a beta. Sorry, sorry, People next. get really upset. Sorry, everyone that's crying right now. <laughs> Wipe away those tears, honey. Um, you know, your next flight test yeah. is coming soon because we all know, like, we're expecting a holiday. Mm-hmm. We're expecting a lot of things holiday happening 2021. soon. Yep. So that means one thing. That means the testing has to keep it's getting gotta done. Soon. It's got to be soon. Gotta, so I think we're, we're going to get one more. If I had to pick, I'd say September. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised either. I, I, I would give it, like, a month in between to, like, fix, tweak, mm-hmm. get stuff ready, get stuff out, get stuff in a, an appropriate place where you guys can have a better taste, a better idea. Because hopefully it's going to be PvP the entire yeah, time. Yeah, well, it, it should be. And it should be 
also more so more true to yeah. what you're going to be experiencing especially since it's closer to release yeah because i think yeah exactly it's closer to release it should be more true to the experience of what you're going to be actually getting because you know you you get to you get to actually give your input yeah which then in turn will help and they obviously if there is major inputs or we'll major problems the... will help with you know actually getting the game out and releasing mm-hmm. it so they need to do that in due, due time yep agreed but anyway, very exciting. It was refreshing, and it reminded me how much I love competing and how much I love the content side of it, especially yeah. the content side of it. I know with competing how I've already felt about it. Like, you know, I've just been gearing up and waiting and waiting to compete. But the content side of it, um, I you know, it just it doesn't matter how much you enjoy it sometimes with the content stuff. Yeah. Um, it could just feel like the everyday grind like you know playing halo 3 every day and every day and every day to where this was like just unbelievably refreshing of like this is what i've been waiting for so it just changed my mindset completely and uh looking forward to the next one well really excited for you babe really proud of you thanks babe what an incredible taste of of what's to come in the future and you're uh, working really hard we went from 300 subs to a thousand in three days i know i (laughs) i oh to nameless i'm mind blown yeah but not surprised yeah very very incredibly good i just hope with a consistency yeah and like you know that's what i'm gonna that's what i've been working on yeah and especially like you've helped me a lot with that with like the content side of the of drilling and saying to me like you if you want to do it you have to be consistent at it which is something i've always struggled with before um so i'm hoping heading into a new game and new seasons and all that stuff i have a new perspective and um i'm gonna try to really stay true to that for this one absolutely well i tell you what that's gonna bring us to the end of infinite however we were written on twitter as we are by some of our wonderful our followers our wonderful yeah. people who tune in and um we got crucina luatra who has asked to sneak in a little question. And yes, you may. We're going to sneak in. So Halo Infinite is going to be huge. We all know that. And as a desk host and a professional player, what is your advice to people who want to break into the scene, not just as a pro player, but as a content creator, streamer, etc.? Uh, if you want to cast, be a pro and be big on the scene, what are, say, two pieces of advice from each of you from different parts of the esports scene that anyone can take to heart to get ahead of everyone else? That's a really good question. I mean, I'll probably start on this. Yeah, go ahead. Just because I have touched on this kind of before. Mm-hmm. But I think more specifically, I'll, I'll get into the two pieces of advice I have. And I always give one of these pieces of advice out. Um you know, anytime I'm asked how to break into the scene, because actually it's a question I get a lot. I actually get it in my requested DMs a lot. And I end up most of the time answering, you know, when I get a request like yeah, that. Absolutely. Um, a legit, a legit actual question. <laughs> um, my first bit of advice is if that is something that you want to do, whether it be a broadcaster, and obviously for me, I'll probably answer more so this into a broadcaster state you can take the pro player and, and the streamer because i think it's it, you know it's something that's really not as prevalent to me but as a broadcaster or caster you know experience is everything to employers um and you may say well lottie but how do you get experience without getting hired and how do you get hired without experience and i understand that it can kind of seem a bit daunting because the two come hand in hand but you make your own experience so this is something that i say a lot go out there and 
do as much as you possibly can in terms of getting a showreel together, getting, um, you know, examples, footage of yourself, whether it be going to a Twitch stream, finding some gameplay and casting over and recording yourself, then having it in like a file and making like a little bit of a mashup video, um, learn from the best, copy, make sure you're, you know, you're kind of doing your own thing, but kind of have a little look at what other people are potentially doing as well. But getting that footage is so important, gathering that kind of potential experience that you've created for yourself, showing them what you can do is super, super important. Um, they're not just going to give you a chance right off the hook if you kind of can't really show them what you can do. And if anything, by doing that, you're already practicing. It's very hard to practice unless you're actually doing it for real. So that is the best way you can possibly practice is casting over other games. You can also go to some of the smaller orgs or smaller, smaller TOs, sorry, and you can ask to cast. You can ask to get some experience. You know, you may get paid for it, you may not get paid for it, but at the end of the day, it's something that's super enjoyable and it's going to get you the experience that you need to to provide that for, for future employers. Um, that is something that's really, really important, I think, when getting into it as a broadcaster or a caster. And then the other thing I would say is just like knowing what you're doing. There is one thing about, you know, there's one thing actually doing it and there's another thing about, you know, not actually knowing what the hell you're talking about. That's super important for me. Being well-versed in something that you're supposed to be a professional at. You're supposed to be a professional analyst or a broadcaster or a host or a caster. No matter what you are in esports, you are giving information, you are educating, and it's really important that you can do so, uh, you know, and corresponding to the title that you're working in. It's really important that you can actually stay up to date. You know what you're doing, you know where you're at, you know the format, you know how the tournament is organized, you know everything that you possibly can about it so that you can educate appropriately. Um, and, you know, with that being said, I think that also comes hand in hand with diction and the way you speak and the words that you use and your mannerisms and your tone and the way that you come across on camera. All of those things are really important to work on. And really, you can't work on them until you put a camera in front of yourself, whether it be your phone, whether it be your webcam, whether it be a professional camera, it doesn't matter what it is, but get in front of the camera, start talking to it about anything, you know, bring up some topics in your eSport that you love, talk to the camera, watch it back and look at some of the things that you do. And this is my big tip here. There are things called crutches in broadcasting. I used to have one. My one was absolutely I used to say it all the time. It was my broadcasting crutch every time I didn't know what to say or I needed a pause to think or process. And I would say something like blah, 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 blah. And, you know, absolutely, it was great. And then somebody would answer back and I'd say, yeah, absolutely. Because it mm. was just like, it was like a rinse and repeat, yeah. very easy way think, for me to get back everyone, into the conversation. Think, and everyone has one. Yeah. Everyone has a crutch. And as a broadcaster, to be a really good broadcaster, you, you need to eliminate it. it. Yeah. And I did that, I'm not saying that I'm a really good broadcaster, but it's something that I wanted to work on and I noticed and I didn't like. And that was from watching myself back. Really important to do that. Review your own footage, review, like figure out what's annoying about you before yeah. anyone else does. That's it, the best thing. It, it's funny you say that because a lot of people I bet who tr are trying to be talent, like might not actually listen to their own voice back. Cause like, you know, most people, and I know this goes for me, when I listen to my own voice, like I hate it, like absolutely hate it. But, you know, when you're trying to work in the broadcast industry and t and be a talent for a game or a TO or whatever, um, 
you got to know what you're saying and you got to know how you sound and what you're saying. And the only way to do that is by studying yourself. And before anyone comes for me and says, banger is my crutch, it's a catchphrase and I love it. Okay. And it's not (laughs) a crutch. That's different because you do it on purpose. I do do it on purpose. It tilts people and it also amuses people. And I love both of those things. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, you know, but that honestly, those are the best bits of advice that I can give you because I think the advice. first one helps you get into the scene mm-hmm. and I think the second one helps you become a better yeah. version of what you're trying to achieve here. That's great advice, LVP. So there you Especially because esports is one of the rare cases where you actually can work on like on your own talent and your own ability every day. You know, go to yeah. streams and hit your screen record and talk over it and yeah. just keep working on it. Not many other like what would be the industry like broadcast industry mm. like not every single place has that same opportunity no i agree you yeah. know so yeah yeah it's a it's a little bit more difficult yeah. i would say in, in different industries but this one is uh it is very fruitful with opportunity mm. it's a growing industry different games. always needing you yeah. know different uh, personalities and broadcasters yeah, and casters but yeah, that, those would be my two bits of uh, advice, even though they're a little bit more elaborated. But yeah. fortunately, it's not a simple game, this. Yeah, so. great advice. What, what about you from a pro uh, player so standpoint? So mine is going to be simple. Okay, So go it's a little bit different. Okay, no problem. Uh, from a pro player standpoint, you have to play. And you have to play a lot. And you have to probably, like, when it comes to matchmaking, get to the highest level. If you're not the highest level, you're not going to be recognized as a high caliber player for the most How part. How often would you say? Nonstop. It needs to be any time a pro player, not like your stream sniping pro players, but you need to, like, say they do what they did in Halo 5, which is, like, they had, like, champ rank. Like, champ rank was the highest. Yeah. You want to be as high as possible in champ rank to where you're matching pro players consistently. because And, and having good odds. And having them. good, and you're winning games and everything. And, by the way, it's great practice, because if you're not a pro player, that's a great way to practice against pro players, yeah. is by doing you that. You get noticed. Frosty mm-hmm. got noticed by doing that. Yep. Frosty got noticed by doing that. He matched lethal and nonstop back in, like, Halo 3 MCC. Mm-hmm. Guy had, like, 40-plus kills, something like that. That? No, that was when he teamed with Matt. That was like the game uh, that he teamed with Matt and I. In the eights. In the eights, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, like a lot of players now get recognized through matchmaking because they're just disgusting, and people are like, "Oh, wow, that's good." Like because now there, it's so there's so many eyes constantly. Like when I'm streaming, that's what I'm saying. It's not stream sniping. Like you're not purposely matching me and like cheating or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But like you get to a super high rank to where like you know go back to it's me possible. streaming infinite with 2500 people or 2300 people watching. If I play against you in like high level matchmaking and you're insane and I'm like oh my like Jesus Christ like this guy oh man oh this guy this guy this guy whatever all of a sudden you're getting you'll start seeing more opportunities pop up to where if you were like low level matchmaking just trying to um compete on like lesser teams and it's no offense if you try to play with like an open bracket team because i still think that's the way to go but in terms of like if you want to separate yourself getting as high of a level as you can to match pro players and then perform really well well it's there's no other way to get recognized better than that yeah, overall I, I completely agree with you. and i think also if you're talking specifically to do with halo halo have a fantastic grassroots program they have a great amateur scene i'm sure it's going to be no different when infinite comes out i'm sure they will have something up their sleeves but when i've been a part of halo i know so many amateurs that have been able to come and compete they obviously pay for a pass they pay for a chance to go but if that's something that you're really really serious about going to tournaments playing online tournaments that are available to mm-hmm. you Don't it's super it. important don't miss them get there if you're that good and you want to be that good and you want to get the experience as a pro player and be seen those are fantastic ways to be seen. yeah it also just takes time like not everyone is like 
Royal Two, who goes to two events and then lands on a pro team. You know, me, it took me like eight events or 10 events. And like, that's a lot of money. You know, I was a young kid, so it was out of my parents' pocket and my pocket. But it was a lot of effort to go to these events and to try to do it. But like, I knew it was possible. And I just knew I had to land on the right team for it to happen, yeah. especially the back work. then. And like, yeah, and that's what that's kind of what I started doing. And then eventually, you know, it just took off for itself. Yeah. Um, I think the other question is about content creation and streaming. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest piece of advice I can give for that is don't get discouraged by it. Because I think that no matter what, when you're doing content creation, it is... It's so difficult now with content creation because so many people are doing the exact same thing. Um, and the reality of it, the only way to do it and to do it for a living is by starting and just slowly building up and building up and building up. Some have it easier than others. Like me, I have an easier opportunity to build an audience because I'm a pro player. But if you're just solely, if you're not a pro player and just solely focus on content, you need to one, come up with ways to be different in terms of your person. You could just be as be yourself and be your own personality or it could be you're doing something different to what pro players are trying to do like pro players are trying to get to the highest rank and that's probably where their views are going to come from your views don't necessarily have to come to that your views can come from people want to watch campaign or funny videos on halo and stuff like that um so i think that in terms of content creation don't give up on it um find what works for you and what you enjoy. And then understand that even if you are putting in a lot of work and it seems like it's not paying off, you're, you are always one day away from something breaking out for you because that happens to every streamer that there basically ever has been is most of them, especially now like the top guys, Nick Merckx, um, Summit, you know, Ninja, all these guys, they started like at the beginning right? Like Nick Merckx posted, he used to get like, he's the biggest streamer on Twitch now. He used to get like a hundred viewers playing Gears of War. And then it was like 500 viewers playing Call of Duty. And then all of a sudden it was 10,000 out of nowhere yeah. on Fortnite. And then all of a sudden now it's 50,000 on whatever he does. And the the reason why that happened for him is because he never slowed down and he just kept going and he knew it's what he loved to do. And that goes for a lot of these yeah. other guys who are now top streamers. Tough to do, tough scene to get into, tough thing to make a career now because there's so many people trying to do it but if it's what you want to do find the time make it happen yeah i gotta say that that's fantastic bits of advice i think to like add on to that as well i think you got to put the groundwork in you know figure stuff out figure out the algorithms figure out you know learn yeah if, if, if you're curve. doing your own editing learn how to edit properly yeah. learn how to edit well uh learn how to do you know, thumbnails hashtag properly you know yeah. What you're learn, tagging learn, your videos has. Exactly. There, there's all kinds of different stuff that can push you in the right direction. 100%. And you need to never accept that you know everything. Look it's like into it's shorts. Like, yeah. They're fantastic ways yeah. to get noticed by people. Um, you know, just little bits of groundwork that you can really do to try and elevate yourself and, and get yourself to the next step, the next stepping stone. And I think the last thing is if you're not enjoying it, and, you're, and what the content you're putting out is not enjoyable to you because you're not getting to where you want to be fast enough, then it's probably not for you. I think the dedication, the consistency is not for everyone. Mm-hmm. But if you're enjoying putting content out, you, if you're enjoying the small board audience that you're building and hopefully getting to that next yeah. level, then that is where the passion comes in. And usually that's when the biggest breaks happen yeah. because you are really happy with what you're doing and that's rubbing off on the masses. So, yeah, that's and what this I podcast is, a, is an example of that. Yeah, we, like we, we just love we doing just it. Love doing it. Like, we know, did it we spur the moment. We are thrilled to have, you know, an average of 500 views yeah. per video. Like, we're thrilled. We're loving it. Mind blown. The, <laughs> we are. Um, but we're doing this because we enjoy no, it. No sponsors, no money, nothing like that. No. 
we do it because we love it and it honestly i hope it becomes something and look, I hope if it, it, becomes, if it gets yeah. to that point bloody great yeah but if it doesn't awesome. if it doesn't i had a great time doing it yeah I, and i'm still having a great time yeah. doing it and it's great and it's like you know we're doing this because we enjoy it we're doing this because we have these conversations on the regular no matter so what. why not record it why yeah. not sit down and just record it for you absolutely, guys absolutely and not only that something that i knew i'd enjoy this part of it but i didn't think i'd enjoy it this much but the interactions that we have yeah. with you you guys at home makes everything worth it yeah if there's a day that I don't want to come and record or I'm tired or I'm stressed or I've had a bad day on a Wednesday or a Tuesday, sorry, or a Monday when I'm recording, you know, you guys make it better thinking like, I know that you're going to talk to me back. I know that I'm going to see responses. I know that you're going to, you know, you're going to also tune in and, and give us your say on this topic. And that to me just makes it all worthwhile. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's awesome. And I bloody love coffee. <laughs> so it's great. It's very true. <laughs> and you. Yeah. And, esports yeah but tell you what with that being said folks we have we actually what time is it it's like an hour and okay. 39 minutes or something Pro, just just under what was yesterday but tell you what i'm quick. absolutely fine with it because guess what i had a blast doing it obviously yeah. this time around as well it's been really good it was it sucked that we couldn't get it out this morning for you guys um and just last the past night, two weeks in general but i went to bed stroppy last yeah. night didn't i, I was very mm -hmm. annoyed very very Talted. annoyed with it but it's okay hopefully back cross to the, fingers if back you're to hearing the normal this grind. It, it worked <laughs> yeah back to the normal ground now yeah exactly. so i appreciate you guys sticking with us next week we're gonna have a video for you guys as well if you are one of our youtube subscribers and uh tuning in on youtube the visuals will be back if not and you're just a listener on uh, on spotify or itunes we love you we appreciate you lending us your ears every single week and it, honestly it's lovely to have you guys tuning in as well and if you want to have a say as well because obviously that's not really a platform uh, to actually comment on uh, on kind of the podcast channels then please be sure to tweet us we have all of our information linked in the description let us know tweet us at two times the grind give us your opinions your thoughts your feelings anything else you want any questions we're here to answer them. Um, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you've had a wonderful time listening. I hope you guys enjoy Champs coming up this week. So excited to see what tomorrow is going to bring. Let us know your thoughts and feelings as well in the comments as it's happening if you want to because I'll be reading them. So yeah, it'll be absolutely amazing. So we're going to quickly, quickly, quickly rate our coffee cafe bastello espresso ground coffee i'm giving it a 7.5 i think it's a pretty decent espresso all round. little bit on the bitter side espresso is quite bitter mm -hmm. but there's not really much more to it than that it's kind of a full-bodied kind of bitter espresso it does the job nicely 7.5 for me i'm doing the same 7.5 7.5 we I talked like about it. this yesterday we did talk about this yesterday it was why i'm very quick to yeah. be able to to judge it but it's a good it's a good it cup is. of coffee that you can pick up i mean i don't necessarily know don't in terms of disappointed with it yeah you know you it's, can't it's be a, disappointed it's a nice espresso that you can pick up at least in new jersey in most supermarkets yes. and grocery stores yes um i don't necessarily know if it's everywhere but I don't know. but nonetheless for us it's a it's a really good quick espresso that you can make and be happy with indeed it is well with that being said we're going to love you and leave you thank you much for tuning in we love you so 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 much cannot wait to see you guys next wednesday back to regular programming as per usual have a wonderful week have a wonderful champs i hope you guys uh, enjoyed this episode let us know what you think below and as always stay on the track